Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. Ladies and gentlemen, Jill Scott presents J.Ill with my sister friends, Aja, and Laia. And I'm Jill Scott. Laia, is somebody, somebody is uh, hooking up with us right now. What's going on? What's the deal? Oh, I, who is hooking up with us? We are talking about the voice of the sports world, the one that we all listen to. That's what we're talking about. We are talking about uh, the woman who has no problems telling us how she really feels about everything. We are talking about one of our favorite representatives, honey, Miss Jamel Hill. Yeah. Well, thank you, ladies, yes. for having me on. It's not that often that when I do podcast interviews that I actually am in the company of such esteemed ladies. I, I rarely do interviews with women in the podcasting space, so... I'm really excited about this, and I'm just looking forward to it, to relaxing, kicking it back. What are we talking about? What are we doing? I should have mentioned we are also talking to the host of Unbothered. Yes, we have to throw in that plug, their plug, our yes, sister Jamel podcast Hill plug. is Unbothered. Yeah, yes, this is, that's she's right. an award-winning journalist. I just want yeah, to throw that yes, out there. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. See, y'all can see it on the screen. That in the Ooh, I see that Emmy. Come on, Emmy. Hey, Emmy. <laughs> Hi, How you doing? <laughs> I, I would like to visit you, so I would like you to come and stay at my house <laughs> at some point in this here life. You have some hardware of your own. You have <laughs> definitely a an elder relative, a Grammy, I believe. Well, so. I'm trying to be an EGOT in this lifetime. Yes, wow. well, I heard that. I heard Thank that. Much. Put it in existence. Speak it into That's existence, right. You must. You must. Mm-hmm. Anybody reading or listening to The Secret again? You want to make us listen to this? I want you to. I have not. It's been so many years since I have 
listen to that, but I have to go. I'm going to circle back for you. Please. I'm going to fast back. forward through that ancient part because I always get weirded out by that. <laughs> you know, in the beginning, they be like, the ancient ancestor said that. Do, 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 do. I don't what know. ancestor? Who? Yeah, I'm not. Which ancestor is I'm we not. talking about? I just want to know which ancestor we talking I'm about. I'm not. I'm not doing with it. I'm, I'm like, it. listen, white man, don't be telling me about listen. Okay? My ancestors. <laughs> you don't know my ancestors. You don't know my ancestors. <laughs> In the video, they was wearing hoods, brown hoods. So, oh. honey. Okay. I remember the secret video. Anyway, mm-hmm. listen. Anyway. We listen. Jamel asked what we were talking about. And we have here for a very special moment that we all truly enjoy. We have literally one question, which for us leads to many, Mm -hmm. right? And that question is, (laughs) Jill, Shantisa, Aretha, Carlita, (laughs) Chantrells, Scott. (laughs) What is that? What's on your She called every possible government name. <laughs> she might have every nickname from middle school, like all in one. Shandrika. Yeah. To keep it a thousand percent real, what's in my heart right now is probably sex. Amen. Because, uh, <laughs> um, and we love it. I am at the end of the taping of this podcast. I am a couple days away from taking a very much needed vacation with my husband. Yeah. And so I'm just like, man, we about to get oh, it in. Oh. So, <laughs> what country y'all going to get it in, in Jamal? We're actually not going to a country. We are going to Hawaii because, you know, we're in Los Angeles and looking at, you know, given the time that we're in, you have to be very careful about where you're going. And as I know more of the world is getting vaccinated, but Hawaii is like on their shit. Yeah, it's like you have to have a a negative COVID test before you get on the plane. You test it when you land. Um, They have been they've had really low cases this entire time. And so being in L.A., we thought that that would be a nice little quick little five day getaway so that I could de-stress mm-hmm. and um, have butt naked high sex. So that's what I am mostly <gasps> looking forward to um, uh, in the next two days. So very excited about that. So that's what's in my You heart know, I'm right very now. jealous of you. Uh, this, uh, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Canada and I'm quarantined. So I'm, I'm on the top of a mountain. Mm. By it myself. Sounds sexy. It does sound sexy. There's <laughs> even a jacuzzi, my personal, Ooh. but I'm by myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering about that little house on the prairie background that you had. Like, what was that in there? I was like, this isn't the background I remember no, when I'm, I talked to you last. I'm far, far away from other humans. <laughs> and, well, I heard that a Canada quarantine, a friend of mine, uh, she had to film a couple movies there. And it was, would you? she had to do uh, 14 mm-hmm. days in the pen? Is that how 15. long you had to do? Mm-hmm. 15 yep. days. Mm-hmm. So how does Jill Scott entertain herself for 15 days? Talk about it. Yes, does Jamel ask questions? Does she an interviewer? I want to know. She's a journalist, an award-winning journalist. <laughs> journalist dollar. <laughs> what do I do? I've been writing songs. I've been uh, masturbating. I've been using, uh, uh, distilling some some essential oils. I've been in jacuzzi. I've, I've written some poetry. I've I've, uh, I've meditated. I, I released a monster that was chasing me. I had to release that thing. Ooh. I talked to a, a a reader. Oh yeah, you tell us how that went. I'll tell y'all about it. Yeah, I talked to a reader, and I've been talking to my family, but. A lot of it is super quiet. I've just been real quiet. 
it's, it's actually a luxury. Mm. It's actually a luxury. Mm-hmm. So, 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 are you taking toys with you on your trip? Because <laughs> I know, am trying a... to circle back to the button at the house. <laughs> you saw me. You saw me. I didn't want to. I didn't, didn't want to be that person. <laughs> nice. Nice. But I was like, since you had mentioned it mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> And I love it that you said it was your husband, because for some reason people be thinking that married people be having dry, they that they should dry. And I'm like, no, no. But, but they no. still do. You still a new we wife, though. I she am still, still a new wife. Right? So. Oh, yeah, how so, many years have y'all been married? So we got married November 2019. So we're oh like, headed toward two years in in November. So you know, still very fresh, still got that married glow feeling, if you will, <laughs> which you know you hope never yeah. lose, obviously. But yeah, so toys. You know what? Maybe I will because I really haven't broken those out in a long time. A couple of my homegirls suggested a few that looked quite intriguing. Mm. One with like a like a, a suction cup and some old oh, I was like, oh, looking one. I've seen that thing. Yes, yes. That yes. One. yes. That's, that's for a partner. It's for a partner. Is it with a partner? Well, I, mean, I don't all know can be that used. it is. Okay. Right. That's what I was going to say. Like, I don't know if it's designated for one, but it feels like, you know, if it's in the vicinity, yeah. why not? Right. <laughs> so, I was thinking y'all should get that remote thing. So I think we do have a remote thing. Oh, okay. yes. I got to I got to dig it up. We haven't used it in a while because uh, I don't even think we took it on our honeymoon with us or whatever. I think we we had we had our own ideas of what to do on Ooh, honeymoon. So I we didn't, love we didn't it. need to take that. I love it's it. For you. I'm I'm really jealous. Yeah. Do, you, do you have yeah. nipple clamps? I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Don't that yeah, hurt? So, wait, wait, wait. That, what yes. Did they, <laughs> well, it's, a, it's like a delicious kind of pain okay. or whatever. Okay. Like, my husband was really, he really wants me to get my nipples pierced. I am not a fan of this. So he got me some, um, you know, I figured out, like, I'm like, I got you tattooed on me. Isn't that enough? Right, right, <laughs> like, right. And I let you pick the spot. I feel like that should be Ooh, enough, right? Nice. Yeah, so um, he didn't pick any place like painful, that was super crazy okay. or painful. But put it like this, if you see it, then you down there for a reason. And so he would be the only one seeing Beautiful. It, we right? love, we're here for that. Yeah. We're, here for, we're here for that. So uh, that's so funny. But see, it's so funny that you would mention that and then Laia got shy because this never happened. Never. Well, yeah, yeah. This never happens. I'm like, really? Because I, for what, I'm not really a clamper, but it is a spot, so you know, and you can and you can push it. And I'm not. So I'm yeah. just surprised that you would that you would feel like that. Like, well, you know what? And I'm not a total prude. I get the whole pain sometimes is like even to pleasure because I like a little pressure on the neck and whatnot. But yep. it just I've been bitten on my nipple and I didn't like it. So uh, that's why I was like, what does that feel? Was it like an accident or, or on purpose? Girl, you know what's on purpose. Some dudes, they just think they know. <laughs> you know what I'm so giddy about? Oftentimes, women, partic- I don't know about all women. I, I can't speak for all women, but I can speak for black women in this area. You can compartmentalize so easily. Oh, if you're, yes. if you're right. intelligent, you can be the freaking weak. You know, right. If, right. if you're a mom, then you have to be, you know, sweet and kind and loving and patient. You know, like you can't have the full spectrum of woman if you know, you're an award-winning journalist. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> if you're, if you're into sports. Yeah, if you're, you know, sports. 
If you're a female <laughs> that's in the sports world, I just love that we're having this conversation with Jamel, who's a leader in this world, who, yeah, you're not used to hearing that. But guess what? These women are sexual just like the rest of us. But I you feel like sex it, is always the equalizer, right? Like, it's the thing that will bring up all of the flavors in a person. So if you ooh, really want to talk mm. about somebody and get them to really, you really get a, a major perspective on their personality, get them into a conversation about sex because it's always going to be a surprise. It's always going to be something in there that you did not see coming. Mm -hmm. And as I mean, you know, obviously, you know, people like I deal with this all the time because I've been married for a bunch of years and I got a bunch of kids and stuff like that. It's either one thing or the other. Either people think that we don't even look at each other or people think because we have a lot of kids that we just literally have sex all the time. They're like, oh, <laughs> y'all gotta stop it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I kind of brag about your sex life, Angel. It is kind of fabulous. I, I know, allow, I do. But... <laughs> I be like, I got friends that got six kids. They married, they work together, and they be having sex because they like each other. That shit is great. <laughs> Y'all my only friends I can say that about when you really think about it. I mean, I got married friends, but you can't break all of those things down and it be the same couple. No, it's I'm not. I'm not going to lie yeah. to you, though. I love it. He be like, you pretty, and I like you, and I want to do it to you oh. now. <laughs> Sort of like, eh, if she's a cool person to hang out with, that's like so much lower on their list. 
And mm. I'm actually really shocked at this because I think about women and what we want typically from a mate. In addition, of course, we want stability and all those other good things, but we want somebody we can relate to, we can be friends with, who could be a confident for us. And I don't yes, think yes. men necessarily want the same thing. And it's it's kind of surprising. So I know, I'm sure you guys know couples like this who there are married men who are out socializing and never bring their wives mm-hmm. to dinner. That is the strangest thing to me. So strange. And I'm like, y'all don't hang out? Like, y'all don't do something together? She's my wife, not my and friend. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. They A lot of dudes don't see that as the should be the same person. Yes. Your wife should be your friend, should be your best mm-hmm. friend um, if you're lucky, right? And so, like, I enjoy, uh, people have asked how me and my husband have been during this pandemic because we got married and three months later we were confined to the house like oh how's it going you know I'm like I like my husband I like hanging out with him he's like the coolest person I know so it's not a stretch for me to be around from him all the time I'm sure there are moments where we might get on each other's nerve but it really honestly hasn't happened and so I'm amazed to run into other married people whose spouses like get on their nerves like all the time and I'm like damn it's like that so it's just I don't know. That just made me think of that is that there's a lot of people who are married uh, or in relationships who just really don't like the person that they're with. Not COVID on that level. showed up and, 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 t- and turned a light on. Mm-hmm. Ding. Didn't it? Yeah. Ding, 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 like, ding. Like you're still around. When are you leaving? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen it do both on the extreme ends. Extreme end. It accelerated some relationships. Like two of my girls got mm-hmm. engaged during COVID. One of them got, got married. And I've seen it go the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Is that where a couple of them had their relationships in rather quickly once the pandemic started? Because that that time they were around each other changed. And so um, they were forced to kind of get to know each other yeah. on a different level. And it didn't go so well. But, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I think... Th- if my advice always to people when they ask me about marriage is like, you you really should be with somebody you actually like, because if you're not, then this is not going to be any fun. At all. <laughs> At all. Okay. My married friends, they tell me that your spouse is not going to be everything to you. Yeah, I heard that. They can't be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So best yep. friend is up there in the priorities. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a priority. Mm-hmm. Obviously, your favorite lover, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. is, or do you do you marry your favorite lover? Y'all can't answer because you're married. I mean, that's your... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You got to remix that. You got to remix you that can't question. That. You got to remix that question, Jill. It's kind of like, do you marry your top 10 of lovers? Not your favorite. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Do you... Okay. You're, you marry. I would say top three. Top three. All right. You marry your yes. top three. Yes. Somebody yes. in your top three. <laughs> top three. Oh, that's okay. wonderful. Um, oh. Yeah. No, I was like, I, I married my favorite one for sure. I mean, yeah. So that's always, that's always good. But I know what you mean because... I think we've all been probably had an experience with uh, a guy that was not necessarily the best person. You know, the Asian dude that can do yeah. you know, right? yes. That can blow you back like out. I know that him. can blow you back out, right? <laughs> like, or, exactly. We've, or we've the, all been or there. the sweetie pie that I had, but that you know, in the bed, it was like, well, I guess I got a compromise. <laughs> Not the last one. I'm just saying, not the last one. But you know, some months before that, just so he just gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the last. We're gonna get specific. We don't know who's listening. Oh no. Okay, so that that was a deal breaker, yeah. Yeah. Right. That was a deal breaker, yeah. Maya. Yes. Was it a deal breaker? Um, Yeah. yeah, After three years. Oh. Three years. Because to be honest with you, because to be honest with you, I got to a point where I was like, God, he is so sweet. He is my best friend. Uh, he came. He was there for me when I needed him. We lived together. This is great. Like 
the only problem I have is this, Laia. Are you? Is it? Is that a shallow issue? I had to come no. to. I, no, it's, it's actually not. not. Was it an issue you? Was it an issue you couldn't I fix? I mean, yeah, you can't fix that. All you can do is find your spot and then make him be still, right? <laughs> <sighs> well, no, it's some issues you can't fix, you know, long, long, right. long time ago before my husband was a twinkle in my eye. You know, I dated this dude who checked every box. Professional, fine, you know, no kids. Like, he checked literally every box. We got along great. And we finally went out on a date. And when it got to the moment of truth, mm-hmm. as you say... I saw there was something that couldn't be fixed. And I think y'all know what I'm talking so about. So you, you made your decision like this, like, mm. well, it was, see, by the time I found out, it was like, to <laughs> things happen, right? I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> well, oh. I'll be taking an L tonight. You're like, well, you're like, well, back to the drawing board. Right. Exactly. And, and well, after I was this, more conversation after the break. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. 
Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to circle back and for fear of of saying something that is quite typical of me, I'm going to go ahead and go there. Okay. Uh, you mentioned like the reason why you th- why you know like you felt like okay men when they're picking a wife it's like picking someone to be with it's like wife mother and then like the whole friend thing ends up not even coming into play and it's like well because I mean men have an investment in the patriarchy so they're the way that they're socialized and the way that they're doing you know the way that they do things it's like oh this is what a wife is mm-hmm. a wife is not a per a friend is a person you see as an equal. Mm. That's a word right there. The way that men are socialized in this country and all over, you know, they're not necessarily socialized to pick because that's not the role that they think that their wife or mate should play. And that's based on the way that, that you know, the messages that they're consistently given. And unfortunately, I mean, we do break out of those things from time to time, but it does it does make all the sense in the world to me. I'm actually not shocked about that, that you're like, oh, men choose from these particular, you know, this outline. And that's, you know, how they do it. The, the thing about it is that women do choose from that same place. Also, it's just that we're more likely to also be concerned about the other stuff, too. And I would say that women also have other ways of getting fed in that way. <laughs> so that men are fine to allow us to have. So it's that kind of thing, as long as they don't have to participate. But, you know, I don't know. I feel like. I, I feel that when you're when you're thinking about actually, you know, and I have so many thoughts about this, obviously, because I will be married this year. Oh, my God, y'all. What? One, 23 years. Oh, oh, wow. 23 such a baby. Motherfucking years. Oh, my goodness. I remember the day. Here she go. Scott Scorch, Scott Storch and I were in the studio and Fatine was there and you showed up. <laughs> and I remember saying, oh, oh Fatine and Angel are dating. That's nice. And then y'all went on about your business and I looked out the window and I watched you walk away together. I don't know why. Stalker, I don't stalker, have no stalker, idea. Stalker, stalker, stalker. I am not a stalker. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but I saw I mean, I just saw that. I had no idea. I, was, I had no idea. I mean, but we didn't a, know. We, you know, you don't never know this type of stuff. You know, you don't know if you're gonna be no. together a long time. You hope. Yeah. But you don't know. You don't know what life is gonna bring. You know what I'm saying? And he is my friend. He's not my only friend. You Ooh. know what I'm saying? And he is fun. You know what I'm saying? But he's not my only source of fun. He is, you know, sexy and we have a lot of sexual Watch your energy. Mouth. Where you about to go? I said we have a lot of sexual energy between us, but it's like I've learned to love myself and feel sexy, oh. not necessarily just because, you know, he says that I am. You know what I'm oh. saying? Yeah. And so people. those are things that 
you know, I had to learn over time. I got married so young. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I I didn't know that I needed to know those things or feel those things at the time. This is just what happens over time, how a relationship matures after you learn things, you've been through different things together, you know, but I, I think that starting out in a place where you enjoy one another, that's everything. And you actually enjoy the person because we all enter into marriage for many, many different reasons. And a lot of times we enter into marriage for reasons that we have yet to admit to. There it is. Ooh, we, you ready we, for that? That's, that, that's there it deep. is. She drops that the knowledge, Jamel. She drops we don't, the knowledge. We don't want to talk about that real, real reason. Yeah. Right? We got all the good surface reasons, but there be these other reasons and these other traumas that inform that decision. And over time, those things work their way up to the surface. And it may not happen right away. It may mean y'all might go through a thing. Somebody might lose a parent or you might lose a job or you might do this or this might happen. And then all those little things push up. And when it comes, it is that initial investment in each other. That's that initial understanding and love for the individual and wanting to get to know that person, having empathy for the person that helps you able to get through that part, that part you can never see coming that part you can never prepare for. Well, I really love this conversation, being able to talk to two, two married ladies, both yeah. of uh, y'all is younger than me, but I am a two-time divorcee. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I can tell you what you're right. I can tell you. And, and I would like to, you know, as, as I move forward, you know, there's always... I think as long as I'm alive, then there's a, a possibility of me getting married. Are you? Open? I was just. I, I was just about to ask you that. Are you open? You would do it? Yeah. Well, can I? Yeah, I'm open. Can, can I ask Jamel? I always wanted to ask you this question, but I never had a safe space because last time I talked to you, we were amongst men. And I, I feel like this is a safe space. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, what was it like dating and leading up to getting married at this stage of life? Like uh, it was it was honestly better, I think, because I think about who I was in my 20s. I think about who I was in my 30s. I mean, when we met, my husband's younger than me. Right. So it's a five year age difference. And when uh, we met, I was just on the cusp of turning 40. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I think I was ready to make certain sacrifices. And I mean that in a positive way for a relationship, a healthy one that I wasn't ready to make before. And I just knew myself so much better. So we came into this both relatively emotionally healthy, financially stable. A lot of the the awkwardness and emotional upheaval you go through in mm. other stages in life, it wasn't quite there. Now, the one thing I will say that like people always, you know, I've said this before, it bears repeating. Like, this is really the best thing that I've done. It's the most challenging thing I've ever done, but it's the best thing I've ever done because marriage exposes you. And I am somebody who was never comfortable with that. I didn't realize until this relationship just how much I wasn't vulnerable in other relationships and some of my emotional blockades that I just did not know that were there. And when you're in a situation and you made this kind of commitment to somebody, it forces you to be real with yourself and be real with another person in ways that you just never imagined that you would do. So despite sometimes feeling intense levels of discomfort, because I'm a, um, you know, I'm somebody, I'm a bit of an emotional porcupine. Um, Despite feeling that, having to attack this part of myself and really deal with it has been extremely rewarding. And so for the experience, I'm grateful for that because it's helped me unlock a part of myself 
that I didn't realize was so buried, you know, from childhood trauma and a lot of other stuff. So it, it just, I didn't realize it was, it was there. Okay, la- hmm. last uncomfortable question then. Mm-hmm. Oh no, last two, because I got uh, one after you. Uncom- <laughs> okay, so, and I want to ask this correctly too, because I know there's a way to ask a woman this question, but I just got to know, because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I feel like I'm going to try it with you in a way. How do you deal with the pressures of family that you, uh, to have to be to children and things like that. Oh, so, you know, that was a conversation that me and my husband had early on. It it was funny because when we were just dating, I told him, I was like, if you at the stage where you feel like you really want somebody who can have kids and that be a priority, I don't know if I'm the one for you. You know, I told him that early. And so, but the funny thing is, is as we, you know, loved and grew, I I was much more open to it. I'm not saying that we have decided we're still kind of figuring that out. Of course, we have to figure out fast because, girl, these ovaries is like... <laughs> the quiet. The quiet. They, you said these ovaries, they like, see, the way these ovaries work, I don't know. I'm like, you got some quality, but you ain't got no quantity, boo. You got stuff figure it out. I don't know. I don't know what I got. Like, oh. That's all I know. So it's like, I got to do that part first. Okay. So it, we'll just see where that is. But I think because we were able to have the discussion that it took a lot of pressure off the situation. Of course, you know, as soon as you get married, everybody's like, where's your, we have a kids, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, we, I think we are able to take it in, in stride. The good thing, it's not coming from our family. My mother is not pressuring me or, you know, saying, hey, I want to be a grandmother. Like his family is not that way either. So I think from our, from our inner circle, like that is not a concern at all. But, you know, it's one of those things that I think, We'll probably make a decision one way or or another in the next two years for sure to see if if this is something that, you know, we want to do. You know, the other thing that I'll add that kind of is is something that you asked in the first question is that, you know, the, the tricky part, I will say for me dating at this age was that I had never dated when I was on TV every day. That was the tricky part. And so mm. and, I, you know, it, it's different when and I'm sure Jill can attest to this and all you ladies can, it's different when the woman is in the spotlight. Like it's, it's just different, you know? And it, he, the one of the reasons why I fell for him was because he was so comfortable and so secure. And that was much harder to find than I thought it would be, mm. you know, because I'm around professional athletes a yeah. lot, um, friends with professional athletes. And so a lot of men would not be good with that situation or just wouldn't be comfortable, wouldn't be themselves. And or in the media business, I'm not saying that everything that's been reported has been true. Like your salary is reported on all the time, right? Mm -hmm. What you're doing is reported on all the time. And this was a different phase where I had to deal with that. And even when I left ESPN, it was just like, oh, you know, all this talk about what my buyout was and all this. And so you know, he handled it extremely well, despite the fact that sometimes, you know, social media, I know that people were saying like, oh, you know, you got yourself a sugar mama, like stuff like that. Damn. But he mm. that, was, that was never an issue in our relationship because of, you know, how secure he is and, and just emotionally mature. But it was something that I had just not factored in ever being an issue. And it was like, oh, I got to think about this now. Like, you know, how is he going to handle this and everything? And it it um, he handled it exceptionally well. And being able to have someone that isn't a fan, 
See, Jill, I'm so glad you said that because people don't get this. And me and my girl, who also is on TV, we talked about this a lot, is that it's one thing if they're showing interest in your job, okay, Mm -hmm. or interest in what you do. But it's just the way that you do it. And being that I worked for a place that pretty much 90% of the male population watched. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, watching yeah. Sports Center, watching ESPN. You know, the the easiest way to basically kill my libido is if I'm talking to you and you ask me what Stephen A. Smith like. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about Stephen A. Smith. Like, he not right here. now. He ain't on right. his date. Okay. <laughs> right. So, and like, if they got just too excited about like what I did, I'm like, ah, I'm doing good. Like, I don't need, you know, I don't want, I don't want to play around the horn when I get home. I don't right. want to play ESPN when I get home. Right. So, it is that fine line between appreciating understanding supporting what you do yes. and then being a fan we know what a fanboy is and yep. you know there are male groupies I mean there are yeah, so there it's are. Just, yeah so it's just like I ran into that type a few times and it was such a turn off because I'm like man I, I'm I don't want to you know I don't want to date anybody who's like so into more into my job than, than into me Yo, can <laughs> I can imagine yeah. you're you're right down their lane you're yeah. in the lane. You can get them everywhere they want to be. Like, <laughs> oh man, all their dreams can come true. Like, can you imagine? Right. But yeah. I, I got to tell you though, Jamel, it was amazing. I might get your song played on a radio station. <laughs> That's the thing. Like but, trying to find somebody that is not a fan of yours, but appreciates what yeah. you do and isn't. I, I had a, a date ask me one time, how did I feel to be an icon? That's such a weird question. It, from, a date, from a date. <laughs> now you're figuring out how to get out of it, Jill. Like, how do I get <laughs> out of here? <laughs> so wait, what, what did you say? <laughs> I'm not doing interviews today. And then how long, much longer was the date? Not much longer. Oh, dang. So nice to see you. So nice to meet you. I, 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 uh, he on, wasn't man. fine enough for you to get past that. Huh? <laughs> no. He was very attractive, but that is just not, that's not enough. I don't need that. I, like I said, I'm a two-time divorce. I, I don't have time, patience. I know what I want. I know what I don't. I've, I've learned what I don't want to do. It's been a journey, and I right, don't make this. Yes, ma'am. Mm. And I don't want to make the same mistakes, period. Also to add, like not for nothing, Jamel, it was great to watch your love story because on top of all the other things we just talked about, you are also perceived as a very, I love and hate this word at the same time. So Jill, you the word person, find a synonym for me. <laughs> Strong black woman. Okay. Yeah. So it was. So that's a loaded word, right? Strong. It's so it's so loaded because I feel like it's a whole pressure that's thrown on us and everything else because we also understand that with most of us strong black women, we we are weak at times and we are not Correct. allowed to be. But my point being is that it it just made it just it was just great to see. It was just great to see a love story. I'm just way. honest. Can yeah. I? Can I? You know, like I'm. I was just being honest. Yeah. Yeah. That? yeah. Yeah. That's a that's about a that? better that's a better word for honest. it because. Yeah, because it's strong, though. It's, it is a double-edged sword. It because is. While I know it's meant complimentary, like mm-hmm. it's meant as a compliment, the problem is that people start to think that we're invincible. And it's like, no, no, we're not invincible. They don't allow us to be weak. Yeah, they don't. And I think we don't allow ourselves to be that either. No. Because we start buying into the hype as well. And so that's why a lot of us, we come to a point, we sit, we look around and we we realize that we are falling apart and we didn't even know it. I use this analogy a lot because emotionally, I, I want to have a better understanding of myself, which is one, you know, one of the main reasons I went to, to therapy a few years ago. But 
Um, I don't want to be Big Mama from Soul Food when she was, uh, when her her forearm was on the stove burning up and she had no idea. <laughs> like, right? It's like her, Big Mama's forearm is on the stove burning up and she had no idea to Because she just, she just making sure her family is as happy and good. Correct. I don't want to be Big Mama with the forearm on the stove from Soul Food, right? Mm-mm. So it's like, I think... I I try to, you know, find spaces where it's okay for me to just kind of fall apart in a moment. It it feels, you know, and you can pick yourself up. It feels good. You're like, woo, I got that out. Thank God. Now I can go about the rest of my day. (laughs) I just like to see you. I I like to see you. It, It makes me feel so good to see this strong, beautiful Black woman handling and dealing with this industry. Mm-hmm. And I, when I say in this industry, I just mean entertainment, even though it's a sports industry. It's also entertainment. Yeah, and, you said the right word. <laughs> yeah. Entertainment. Yeah. It's so attractive. It makes it so much better to know you got somewhere to fall. I'm just saying, because with everything that Jill says, as I watch you and as I listen to you, I'm like, when did we I hope she got somewhere to fall. Like when she wants to just feel weak, when she wants to just like <sighs> breathe. Because yeah. it's, it's a lot on it. The other thing I hope that people got, at least from, I guess, watching my love story, is that I hope they were aware of my age, too, because there is like this narrative that, you know, I'm I'm 45. There's this narrative that if it doesn't happen by the time you X age, then it ain't never going to happen and it can't be as good. And it's it's like there's I always knew I was going to get married later in life. Always knew it because I was so career driven and I didn't want to you know I made that choice and I made it consciously and I made it unapologetically it's like no I I really want to pour x amount of energy into my career exhaust that and then I'm gonna get to a point where I've done what I've had to do and I can then do what I want to do right so now I can do what I want to do now that if let's say my husband got a job in you know Paraguay I could go to Paraguay that's fine right so it's like I, I wanted to Huh. Make sure that I laid the foundation for that. Maybe right, that's what right, we did, right. ladies, subconsciously. I love that because I think, because to me, I feel like there's this thing where Black women, we have to apologize for saying what we want. It's like, that's just unbelievable. It's like, why not? Why not? This is exactly the life that I wanted. Like, I chose this life. I didn't freaking stumble into it. It's like, and it's okay to say, oh, Oh, I, I was focused and I didn't think about it and blah, blah, blah. No, when she says I intentionally made this decision, which I think is really important because it's like, no, yes, that is some people's story and that's fine. But all our stories don't have to be the same and that there is a very, you know, is a way to live your life intentionally. More conversation after the break. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. So anyway, like I'm always talking about people having their personal constitutions and stuff like that. And I just love to know, like, you know, what is the constitution that you have? Like, maybe not the whole thing, but can you give us some like key points on your the constitution you have between uh, you and your okay shit hey I'm like <laughs> look I yeah Mr. Yep. Brady. we asked that question yeah. just, just the preamble I'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> shit alright <laughs> well damn okay um, y'all should have seen me I'm like Agent Grady Agent Grady dancing I know I was like I feel like I should start off with four scores seven years ago <laughs> like what are we doing <laughs> won't he do it I mean that's twenty. That's twenty three years right there. She know the questions to ask. I know. I was like, yeah. I'm a, but that's all right. I'm gonna steal that question. I'm gonna ask him. Let's see what he say. <laughs> that's but, a good one. Yeah. No. You know what? For me, I think what I and I'm I I mean this obviously metaphorically. I don't mean this literally. I, the promise that I made to him, or part of our constitution, I promised to be naked with him. I did, and so 
I, I was like, I didn't mean that literally. I meant that metaphorically, as in being uh, <laughs> oh, your full self. Oh, like just showing your full self. Yeah, correct. It's like I, I just, I promise to be naked with him. Because the one good thing about us is that we emotionally balance each other out. My husband is the type of person that when he feels it, he says it, mm. right? So not mm. in a rude way or not in a, I don't know how to watch no. what I'm saying, but like he is so, you know, in that way, he's he's always been more emotionally mature than I am. Like when something bothers him, he gets it off his chest. You always know where you stand with him, right? I'm totally opposite. I, I stew. I bury. Mm. I think about things for a long time before I I say something. Like you might piss me off last April. Oh, so you and my husband, y'all came off the same. <laughs> You're right. I don't know what. I mean, I know why I'm I'm like this. I mean, which trust mm-hmm. me, that's a whole nother podcast. But um, we did that episode you, already. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I was like, y'all probably have addressed it. I'm sure. But um, but but that in that way, it forces me to be more open and to be more naked and to say like, hey. I didn't like this or, hey, I'm feeling this way today Um, because there are sometimes, you know, like he made a joke once and it took me three hours to tell him that I was just like, I don't know. Were you kidding? Or was that like that kind of bothered me a little? And he's like, why does it take you so long? I was like, I don't know because I'm (laughs) fucked up. I have no idea, you know. So so in that way, we are I, I do think that a lot of times we are attracted to people or attract people who are strong in an area that we wish we were stronger mm-hmm. in. And so he mm-hmm. is stronger mm-hmm. in that area than me. And so that also is part of our constitution is being each other's emotional balancing points. But most, but I had to, you know, promise to be naked with him because I mm-hmm. spent so much time, I think, kind of hiding myself in, in other relationships. And I didn't want this one to be that way. I've certainly made my mistakes on that end, but I think that I'm so much further along than I think I used to I was going to say, it must feel liberating because it's basically like, yeah. because yeah. I'm like, you said you're not emotionally mature, but this is all... Very mature. Quite, yeah. Oh my God. And and honestly, I feel like this is something that really just happens to women when they are... If Well, not all women. Obviously, it was not the same, but it's something about being over 40 or being close to 40 that gives you that kind of perspective that really is a heads up in this game because mm-hmm. the marriage game, like you said, is hard. So if you can come into it at that place in your life, you're actually at really at an advantage. Yeah. You know, in a, in a lot of ways to have it be successful. So, you know, again, that thinking about being at some sort of disadvantage at this age. No, the the, the core of marriage and what it takes to be married. Shit. <laughs> if you can come in with it with the kind of life experience and self-awareness that you and your husband have. I mean, and also you coins. guys have got a massive head start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, make sure yeah. You, you know it has some coins. That's one less fight to have. Especially considering that so many people break up because of that. But we both came in, you know, very established, and and that part, you know, I think was really good. And also, we both came in not feeling like we were missing anything. You know, I, hey. like when. You know, when I was in other relationships, I certainly, you know, had those experiences and that was fine. But when I was single, I was single. And so I didn't come in like, 
oh, what about that time? I, I like, I wish I would have done. Nope, I did that. Oh, but the, yep, I did that too. So like, there was nothing that I was missing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna be yeah. sitting up at night like, damn, I wonder what it would be like. Mm-mm, I already did it. Yes, <laughs> so, working in the industry with a lot of men. Yes, I'm sorry, that was just my personal fantasy that I was. I was like, I you. see that must have been. It was. It was sorry. Well, that's one thing. I, I stayed out of my industry too. Good so, for you. So did I. Just for the record, yes. I stay, very yeah, I stay, smart. Yeah, so they not an industry because I was like, I'll be damn, y'all be talking about my, about my vagina in these streets. But that's anyway. true. That's true. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that was Thank smart. You. Had to stay out. <laughs> then right back to that Joy Salas. That's my mom. She was like, I, I listen. If you got to deal with anybody, just one person around the way, just <laughs> one, one just per crew. Pick wisely. That's what I tell my little sisters. One per crew. Just you one can't, per crew. One no. per. <laughs> well, no, no I'm saying you can't do two in the same crew. You understand what I'm saying? That's the same thing in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I'm joking around, girl. But in this moment, I just want to say, Jamel, thank you for inspiring a whole group of women like myself with saying that you want to make sure that people understand that you did this at this age and all the positivity that came with it and giving us hope that it could still happen for us because, you know, sometimes we lose it, but that's why we have sisters and Black women are the best. Yeah, like it could... Definitely, it definitely could, and I. It's nothing I could have predicted. I mean, I went to a, a tailgate at my alma mater, Michigan State, and I had no idea I was going to meet my husband there. Wow, no idea. <laughs> so it just, you never know, you know. And so um, I think because I wasn't building my life around that, uh, like if it happened, you it weren't happened, looking. It was never she wasn't looking. I wasn't looking, Damn. and it wasn't something that I. It wasn't something that I felt like I needed to complete me either. And I think that y'all can kiss my ass another. looking at me like that. Okay, <laughs> because the people uh-oh. listening uh-oh. can't see y'all, but y'all eyes, I can feel them. They hurt. I'm learning. I'm listening to Jamel. I'm listening. No, it's true. It's like, you know, it's, it's a, a phrase athletes use all the time. Let the game come to you. Ooh. And it's, it's like, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't looking. So it just kind of materialized and happened. And I was coming out of a nine year relationship. I had been in one. So I was like, woo, I'm footloose, fancy, free. I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm going to enjoy this part. And then next thing I know, I'm like, I'm in love. What happened? What happened? <laughs> That's the perfect title of a book. I'm in love. What happened? But see, I like the fact that you said y'all, you wanted to be naked with him. You started with the naked, with the literal naked. (laughs) She did. And then we worked our way up to the metaphorical naked. To the emotional naked. The emotional naked. Got you. And I just want to circle back to the physical naked because I feel (laughs) that... I feel that. I feel okay. <laughs> there is a certain level of intimacy about just that whole being together naked with no, just the mm. key. And that special just. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Fatine, uh, mm. come get your, come get not, your wife. He ain't <laughs> no more. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. <laughs> to Jamel Hill, thank you for being with you us You know when your today. titties be smashed up at the... Uh, oh, when you want a spoon, when you want a spoon, and it's like right there, you on his back, and then you... Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, Angel. my God. Madame Hill, Jamel Hill, thank you so much for being thank on you. J.Dot podcast with these two fools and myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was on Jamel Hill is unbothered recently. And if you enjoyed that conversation, then you will definitely enjoy what we talked about on her podcast. Feel me? Check it out. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jamel Hill, host of the Spotify podcast, Jamel Hill is Unbothered. Make sure you check out season three because we have a spectacular guest lineup, which includes Jill Scott and also Michael B. Jordan. This season is going to be amazing, or dare I say, golden. Sorry, y'all. Couldn't resist. Yeah. 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 Hi, if you have comments on something yeah. we said in this episode, call 866-HEY-JILL. If you want to add to this conversation, that's 866-439-5455. Don't forget to tell us your name and the episode you're referring to. You might just hear your message on a future episode. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. This podcast is hosted by Jill Scott, Laia St. Clair, and Aja Graydon Dantzler. Its executive producers are Jill Scott, Sean G., and Brian Calhoun. It's produced by Laia St. Clair and me, Eve Jeffcoat. The editing and sound design for this episode were done by Christina Loringer. Cucumbers is good for your ass. They're good for 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 uh, for, for, for uh, losing weight. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 might be good when you're lonely, lonely. <laughs> okay, all right. And let the church say Amen. I see we already on one. Huh? Always. <laughs> J. Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.